Howdy, Yokes, and welcome back to Bacon and Eggs! I'm Tyler Carlin. And I'm Ethan Edgehill. And we've gone to Bricksburg! Or just Will Ferrell's basement. So make sure you've got your instructions. And drink your overpriced coffee. For the Lego Movie! That was terrifying. I've always wanted the dragon. Well, actually, I mean... I think that's supposed to be happening. Yeah, it is definitely supposed to be happening. But maybe don't do the dragon voice for the remainder of the podcast oh, or ever again. It is, is it really scary? It's not scary. It's just weird. Is it just annoying? Mostly. Okay. Well, Ethan, I liked the Lego movie. Did you know when I first saw it, I was like, Emmett doesn't sound anything like Chris Pratt. And then I watched it again a few days ago and I was like, Emmett is Chris Pratt. Yeah, that's the thing. Is ever since this movie came out specifically, Chris Pratt has just played Chris Pratt. There is no acting anymore. <laughs> I think that's been since he was on Parks and Rec. No, no. Because in Guardians of the Galaxy 1, I bought the character. You were like, that's Star-Lord. Right. And in Guardians of the Galaxy 2, I did not buy the character. No? You, you weren't sold on Star-Lord-Yord? No. And I was less sold in Infinity War, and I was even less sold in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Do you know what they call the Norwegian Star-Lord? No. Starfjord. Note to self, leave uncomfortable <laughs> silence. <laughs> Oh, man. That's a good one. I think that might be the best joke I've told today. It sounds like you're having a pretty low standards day, then. Low standards. Um, so, movie... when did this movie come out, Tyler? This movie came out on February 7th, 2014. Now, that's 1,606 days ago. Okay, raise your hand if you remember this movie come out coming out in the winter. Anybody raising their hand? No. Okay, great. Yeah. This is a summer <laughs> movie. This is also not like an Oscar season movie. <laughs> this movie definitely came out in the summer. I... Like, I'm disagreeing with Wikipedia here. It's on uh, the Rotten Tomatoes as well. That's how the British say it. There's just no way it was winter. That's wild. Potato. Anyway, I guess it came out in winter of 2014, which was 1,606 days ago. I already said that. It had a $60 million budget, Ethan. That's not that much. That's, yeah, that's pretty little. But that's like, there there weren't any actual um, things in it. What do you mean? Like, there were no sets. There was a set. Or lights. There was, a, there was at least some lights. Well, not much. I don't know. That's, that's some pretty small budget. Seeing that it has Will Ferrell in it and Morgan Freeman, Vitruvius. But that was when Morgan Freeman was doing everything, because everybody was just like, "Have you, have you ever heard Morgan Freeman's voice? He, he could narrate. He does. He could narrate anything to me. I just he want does him a to pretty great performance in this movie. I do love Vitruvius. Ooh, I'm the ghost of Vitruvius. <laughs> Ah, did it make any money? Did, did people enjoy it? Tell me the things that about it. Well, Ethan, turns out this movie was a 90-minute ad for Legos, and without selling any Legos, it made $469 million. That's just ticket sales uh, worldwide, which is less than I would have thought, but still a lot of money. Uh, but people liked it. It was uh, 96% a critic rating on Audience Tomato. <laughs> God. We're really knocking it out of the park tonight. <laughs> it was a 96% critic rating on Rotten Tomatoes, 87% audience rating, on Rotten Tomatoes, 83 on Metacritic, which is a <laughs> superb score. Tell me again about Audience Tomatoes. <laughs> audience Tomatoes. You don't know about Audience Tomatoes? Let me tell you about Audience Tomatoes. This is actually Critic Tomatoes. Uh, Anthony Lane of the New Yorker. I've got a positive review here. Anytime there's a New Yorker review that's positive, I like to read it because I like to think they've... Like, I've played their game, right? Like, I've found a movie the New Yorker likes, and that makes me mad. It's like I'm, <laughs> I'm succumbing to what they want, you know? <laughs> Like, I'm letting them win. <laughs> For those of you that haven't listened to some of our other episodes, Richard Brody from The New Yorker hates he's everything. And he's the chief editor there. Yeah. And Anthony Lane writes very similar to him, but has a much <laughs> Lots more of good things to say about movies. Lots, 
Yeah, lots of nicer things to say. But the voice is very similar. It's a weird thing. But Anthony Lane of The New Yorker on March 3rd, 2014 says, As a rule, movies about toys need to be approached with extreme caution. Some of them have been bad enough to count as health hazards. This one is the exception. I like that he says this one is the exception because that's like such a New Yorker thing to do is to be like, I don't know if you knew this. This movie was great, but you know what sucked? Toy Story. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's directly coming at Toy Story. He said this is the one exception. Trolls wasn't even out yet. Trolls, by the way, was a certified bop. And I'm going to come out of here on a limb and say it. Justin Timberlake version of September is the best version of September. I said it. You can't fight me on that. Don't at me. Shout out at AmeriCarlin on Twitter. That's America R-L-I-N. Ethan's just smiling and staring at his All right. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> now that that is over with dear ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening to bacon and eggs with ethan and no one else we will really be enjoying tonight talking about the lego movie and if you would like to be my new co-host for this show <laughs> please submit your applications to bacon and eggs dot media i would love to hear from any and all interested participants and people who would like to come on the show in replacement of tyler who is about to be dead why do you say that oh because you're what wrong what did i say that so offended you oh because justin timberlake's version of september while okay at best is definitely not better than any version put out by earth wind and fire ever and trolls sucked trolls was a certified bop no, and earth wind and fire no, was on that recording you are not five i know but earth wind and fire was on that recording it was a collab it was a collab Look, ethan i get it what do you know about it. collabs okay has your band ever done a collab i, know I don't think so that we are starting to talk about the lego movie right now okay we're starting to talk about the lego movie which is indeed an animated movie some would call it a cartoon i wouldn't call it a cartoon i just said some would i didn't say you would i said some would <laughs> almost certainly people would do that <laughs> gonna have to y'all ask know, twitter now <laughs> y'all know me animated movies are sometimes tough for me i really thoroughly enjoy this movie and i'm on the team of you don't have to be a child to enjoy an animated movie okay i'm i defend pixar and disney they make great movies some other studios make great movies you do actually have to be a child to enjoy trolls like you trolls have to physically great, be five years old nah trolls was rad did you watch it yes you did yes link has a twitter account follow anyway trolls was great i love no, watching it was so so average my niece is gonna be here tonight she loves trolls she doesn't like the bergens because they're kind of scary but and they are that's the problem with a lot of these non-disney pixar movies is that they'll include something that's legitimately scary in i mean like ants movie. like the movie ants the like ants the entire themselves movie were scary. Ants. The ants was terrifying, but, and so but was the overwhelming the imagery of communism. Yeah, that movie yeah, was I'm horrifying. You Do you remember when the internet did a B movie? What? You remember when the internet did B movie? Like that was the internet's thing. That was for the a joke. Yeah, yeah. Like I was happy that that happened. It was. It was a good time. Lots of videos that were like the B movie, but every time they say B, it gets faster. And the B movie, but every time they say B, it's replaced by Patrick Warburton yelling B. I love Patrick. The B Warburton. movie, but the bees are thick. Anyway, I have a negative review for this movie, which was surprisingly hard to find. Um. I read through a few of them on Rotten Tomatoes, and nobody had anything actually bad to say about it until I got to the sixth one. The first five were just like, yeah, I mean, it's silly. I guess that's the worst thing I can say about it. Three out of five. Uh, but this guy, Bill Chambers from Film Freak Central, the world's most trust trustable, trustworthy, world's most trustworthy news source. Uh, and he says, a 100-minute advertisement you just paid to watch. Now, that's ingenuity. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. It is in it is an advertisement for Lego. Yeah, and its themes are very, you know, like self-contradictory. I don't think so. It's about about, like big business being evil and all that stuff yeah i don't know if i would call lego big business i'd call i mean they have their own like parks i mean yeah but they're historically like not an evil corp how many lego lands are there that's what i want to know there's a bunch but it's like when they they originally came with uh packaging and, and notes in the packaging it's like parents let all of your kids play with this if the ki if your boys want to build dollhouses and your girls want to build race cars let them do it well duh who would be not 
not cool with that. I never understood that. The parents of the 70s. Man, parents of the 70s are the worst. Yeah, boys had to have G.I. Joes and girls had to have Barbies. Uh, that's fine. Whatever. I'm not here to tell you how to parent your kids. No, but Lego is. This is just great podcasting. <laughs> We're really killing it tonight. We are killing it tonight, Ethan. I'm actually pretty proud of us. I want to jump into the movie. I want to talk about binary review real quick. Okay. This is a one. This is a one. Yeah, obviously. Every day of the week. I think I think it is very accessible to children, which I think is part of the point. Yeah. Movie about toys. Um, I love that it pokes fun at the like little girls' toys. Oh, at the end? Like the Mega Bloks yeah. or whatever. The Duplos. The Duplos. <laughs> Are those a Lego brand or was Lego like... Yeah, that's, like... that's the Lego brand. Okay. It's like the Legos for, for like kids. For like chitlins. Like, yeah, like like young kids that would eat Little. the Legos otherwise. We have come to destroy. I, I feel like I should say something um, before we kind of dive too far into this movie because I know I've already said it a couple times. Yes, I know that technically the plural of Lego is also Lego. Is it really? You've never heard that? No. You've never seen the internet get upset about that? No. Oh, that's like a thing. Well, I'm Googling it. I don't believe you. It's like you're not supposed to say Legos. It's incorrect. I'm going to say Legos. Sorry. You can't see me, but I'm shrugging at you like shrug emoji. Lego tweeted it. <gasps> I can't I'm believe so you've never surprised. heard of this. I'm so surprised. With as much as you used to use Imgur, I'm surprised you never saw that. Here's the thing about the Reddit and Imgur community is they are toxic communities because everybody thinks it's so open-minded, but it's all so like-minded. Well, anyway, I'm just getting this out of the way before you get too deep into that rabbit hole. Anyway, um, I loved the movie. I'm saying this is ahead of time. It's it's. I know that it's supposed to be Lego and not Legos, but I'm going to say Legos. Please forgive me. I can just, there's certain of our listeners already, I can see writing a tweet being like, hey, it's pronounced Lego, not Legos. And I'm like, I know. I'm, I'm pretty sure it's pronounced Legos. I mean, Legos is pronounced Legos, but Legos is apparently not a word. Escat it. Go away. I saw people tweeting that. Is that what the kids say now? That's what the kids said like six months ago. What? Yeah. Golly. Yeah, you're late on that one. It's all I about Yeet, Yeet now. I heard Yeet was making a renaissance. Yeah, Yeet's big right now. I just got, a, right. I got a fire tweet going on right now that just said control alt Yeet. I saw that. Was that an original tweet? Because oftentimes I'll get the notification that you retweeted something. That was that an was original tweet. Clever. Okay, let me uh, head over to the no i'm not gonna do that now i'm just gonna think about retweeting you it. can do that later i'll remind you shout out to at wow now on twitter <laughs> the other zeros the other zeros all right i'm looking up the wikipedia for this movie. um did you like no i want your binary of you i, did gave, you I, like I, I agree with you on the one okay i want to talk about the elephant in the room and i'm not talking about bing bong okay r.i.p i want to talk about people often complain at least in the theory community that we ended up in that it doesn't work that everything works except that emmett can move like can actually move in the real world so that's my thing is that it's he's... about a kid playing with toys right so the toys can do whatever they want because yeah. I, when you're playing with legos you can only hold like two at a time right okay there's a lot of legos that you have to just pretend to be moving yeah also he's the special but this well, the special was a lie, Ethan. No, but he actually is the special. That's the whole thing. Ooh. Is it like, yeah, the whole prophecy was a lie and everything, but he's he's special because of who he is, and he has the ability to, like, make people, I don't know, think? I don't know really what the point... What is the point of this movie? Are you supposed to be conformist or not? You're not, no. Okay. You're supposed to build what you want out of Legos. And if what you want to build out of Legos is what's in the instructions, that's fine. Okay, I, I was, I was thinking I made know. that correct. Or 
instruction follower that you don't have to follow the instructions. Right. I just farted. Nice. Okay, so just... yeah, let's let's well let's let's talk about the 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 plot for this movie then, uh, because it is extremely complex because everything happens incredibly fast. Everything does happen quick, and it's a short movie. I want to talk about that real quick. Ninety minutes is a gift from God. <laughs> ninety minutes of cinema, God. Every movie should be ninety minutes. We just need to learn concise storytelling. You know how much more you can get done in the day where you can watch a movie for ninety minutes instead of hundred and twenty minutes. This was. 140 this minutes. is 100 minutes, by the way. Whatever. It's yeah, but it's like 10 minutes of credits or whatever. Yeah. Less than 120 minutes is a like a. Huh. I definitely disagree that every movie should be <laughs> 90 minutes. <laughs> you'd get you'd be so used to it though. You go into the theater and you would you get exactly the right amount of popcorn, exactly the right amount of soda, and you'd be you'd be set every time. <laughs> or do you think the movie affects how quickly or slowly you eat the popcorn? I have no I'm, idea. I don't get popcorn. Some, I know there's a theoretical popcorning going on in my head right now i have no idea oh my i God. tend to eat my snack very rapidly <laughs> i know usually by the time the credits are over i'm either full of my snack or it's gone yeah or i have like four credits, or five of whatever the granule of whatever i have left yeah and i'm like well dang because <laughs> i'll sit down pop my snack open and then like 25 minutes of previews pass <laughs> i have now, to watch that <laughs> mission impossible trailer again can't fight let me tell you, when I go to see three movies in four days, and the first movie, all I got to see of it was the credits or the previews, I really don't ever want to see that Mission Impossible trailer ever again. I want to see the Mission Impossible movie. I'm ready. My Why? body's ready. I'm ready, man. That's all there is to it. That's God, what you need to just know. watch a good movie. Man, listen, here's the thing. I will do whatever I want with my free time, and you will not shame me for that. I will shame you for watching Mission Impossible, dude. You're, you, Welcome back you, to the Bacon and Eggs podcast. This is Tyler Carlin, and I am searching for a new host. You, the movie <laughs> critic over here, can do better. I can't. That's the problem. You can. I mean, I can. Like, there's a an avant-garde theater around the corner. I could go see Won't You Be My Neighbor, but I'm not gonna because I have no idea why not. Why not? That's the movie with the, the most on-screen deaths of any movie ever. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody edited that, that graphic. It was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. What is the one that holds the... Uh... Uh, Return of the King. Well, it's with that, whatever that graphic said, I don't, I don't remember what the exact statistic was, but it was Return of the King, and it was overlaid by <laughs> Won't You Be My Neighbor. With like 800 on-screen kills. Guardians of the Galaxy has the most on-screen deaths. Again, that was not what it said on the graphic. I, I saw I you know, infuriatingly just... looking it up and not trusting me. I did but... trust you. I, then I was curious if there was another... Guardians of the Galaxy is a lie because pretty much it gets that that ranking. And I looked this up because James Gunn was just like, yeah, there was like 80 million, you know... There's 80,000 Novacore pilots. 80,000 Novacore pilots died. So, I guess. Yeah, well, you know. Anyway... <laughs> I'll, I'll post the, the, the graphic or link to the graphic that I found in the show notes uh, because it was hilarious. And it's just a bunch of like, you know, murder movies, like action movies. And then at the top sits, won't you be my neighbor? Won't you be my neighbor? Like 845 confirmed on screen kills. <laughs> Return of the King is the one that holds it. Yeah. Uh, 524 Urkai and Orcs die. 147 humans, two hobbits, two trolls, 123 Hiram, 32 Southrons. Wait, what hobbits six die? Nazgul. I don't know. I don't know. I'm confused. None of them die. See, I mean, uh, Gollum and Smeagol die. They were hobbits at one point, right? No, they were much like hobbits at one point. Oh, also, somebody was reading them. They're, they're reading recently. They're, they're one person. And no, I just uh, I watched what? the movies recently. Um, where? Who dies? Uh, um, does, uh, is, um, when does, uh, Bilbo die? Old old Bilby. The first one, I think. That's what I'm led to believe. Maybe one of them's Bilbo. I don't know. I have no idea. 
I just watched this movie too. I haven't seen, I haven't seen, I haven't seen Lord of the Rings movies in, I gotta say, a hundred years. Lego movie though, Vitruvius. Vitruvius. All of this is true because it rhymes. <laughs> the writing in it is so clever. This, uh, so I, I read, or I tried to find the, the screenplay today just to see what it was like. And I can't find a copy of the actual one used for the movie. And I'm not sure one exists um, just because of how many rewrites were going on. Because the, like mid 2013 copy that i read was completely different really yeah like completely different that's weird it was called it was called like the lego movie piece of resistance i'm looking at lego the piece of resistance chris miller or miller and lord yeah huh. i'm looking at this right now yeah that was the latest one i could find i obviously I could this... find a, a like screen a transcript but i'm talking like an actual screenplay yeah i'm looking at the one i think you were looking at yeah it's 111 pages long is that a lot yeah no that's the one i, I meant i could find a transcript of the of the actual what happened in the movie like those have been written well yeah yeah. Um, yeah, it's completely different. What are you going to talk like, about? Emmett has a mom in that in that version. Like he lives with, with his mom. Oh well, yeah. Let's talk about the characters. Uh, are we supposed to think anything about Emmett? Isn't that the point? Is that he's just every man? Like yeah, that he is like completely lacks creativity. But he goes so far about lacking creativity, and they make a good point of showing this that the other builders are like friends, and they have interests you know like they don't just like croissants they love croissants and they they like to go hang out after work and eat croissants right you know like and and they, it just they listens they to the instructions things. and doesn't do anything and it just exists yeah so you know it's he's not just another builder he's like the most basic builder with the basic face and one thing oh yeah when the the other the barista or whatever mimics emmett's face and just turns into a completely blank face <laughs> he just goes Burp. um one thing i did like about the weird script that i read earlier is they called them instruction workers instead of construction workers oh that's that's interesting yeah so i think it had a much more like i didn't get through but three pages of it. I think it had a much more, a much different message. Huh. But yeah. That's interesting though. You I are, like you are just supposed to, I guess, think that Emmett is, he's the, the, he's aggressively normal. Yeah. He's, he's like, I want to watch the TV show that everyone watches. I want to, you know, read the instructions that are given out. I'm excited about Taco Tuesday. Right. Like he buys all the right. propaganda. Drink your own price coffee. Listen to pop music. You know, never. I love this song. Never. <laughs> everyone does. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is awesome. Everything is cool when you're part of a team. I, 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 yeah. I don't know what the last line is. I'm not really sure. I should know. It plays forever. <laughs> it's just over and over again. All right, so we've got Emmett. He's just a regular guy. He's from Bricksburg. He lives the normal everyday life. You know, he parallel parks his car. He drives to work. He watches Where Are My Pants. Honey. Honey. Where are where my, my pants? pants? What is that supposed to be playing on? What's the... Is that like Big Brother? Is that the joke? What? No, it's just a it's just a sitcom. Sitcom. Yeah. Honey. Or is it a play on the Where's My Super Suit thing? I don't think so. No, you don't think so? No. I think he's just a guy that doesn't... I, I, I think you're supposed to not read this much into wearing my pants i there's got to be something to i don't it think either. there does i think that's the whole point no it's got to be the same okay i mean that's fine uh who else we got uh wild style what a name wild style and she goes does she keep changing her name right, she goes through this whole list or morgan freeman goes through this whole list of vitruvius from when vitruvius from when she was his student it's like didn't you used to call yourself dark storm and a bunch of other stuff yeah, a bunch of other stupid names yeah she goes by wild style her name's lucy and she dates batman they're all master builders. Everybody else in the movie is a master builder. 
I love Vitruvius's staff. It's like a chewed off lollipop. Yeah, it's it's a lollipop with like that's been like vaguely dumb dumb. Yeah. Oh, they did that on purpose. Um, apparently those do fit in the actual Lego hands. Do they? Yeah, really? like dumb dumb sticks oh, generally fit yeah. in Lego hands. Uh, well, let's so yeah, let's talk about the characters. Let's keep talking about the characters. I love Elizabeth Banks. Pretty much everything she does. Everything she does. Pretty much. Big Pitch Perfect fan. No, I haven't seen them. I haven't seen a single she's one. All, she's in all of them, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know. All the movies I've seen her in, she's been pretty good. She was cool. In, uh, she was in Scrubs, right? Yeah. Yeah, she was in Scrubs. She was in Modern Family. She was in Moonbeam City. She was in The Hunger Games. She was. She was in Wet Hot American Summer. She was. She was in all those things. She was in Movie 43. Oh, that's sad. I did not see that movie. It was not good. It was not good, Ethan. It was bad. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah, Elizabeth Banks is cool. Who was she in Spider-Man? Which Spider-Man? Like, the Spider-Man movies. The first ones. Spider-Man 1, 2, 3? Yeah. Does it not say right there? Uh, it just says she's known for her roles in... Betty Brant. She was the, uh... Betty Brant was Spider-Man's first love interest in the comics. She was the, uh, assistant in, uh... Jameson's office. Hmm. I don't think I would have ever known that. I do not remember her being in those movies. And now that I say it, though, I can picture her. I can't. I'll send you a pic. Oh, yeah. She almost kisses Toby in Spider-Man 3. She's in a lot of Tobey Maguire movies. She was also in Seabiscuit. Seabiscuit? Uh-huh. Triple Crown. She was in Catch Me If You Can. I remember that. Wild. Don't remember that. Wild. Anyway, wild style. She's this really interesting character. She does all the stuff. She's like the hero. Right. You know? Yeah, like, she's the special. Yeah. She is the real special. She was in the right place at the right time. Right. Even even Vitruvius is like, oh, wild style. I'm so glad that you got the, the piece. But you're the yeah. special. And she gives him the whole speech. He gives her the whole speech, and she's like, uh, actually, it's not me. It's this, this guy. Guy right here wearing the poncho. Yeah. Wearing the poncho. They're freaking outfits. <laughs> they ride the horses. It's like click 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 click. Yeah, the horses that are voiced by man noises and the ship that has a motor that's voiced by man noises. <laughs> Everything is, it's like, I played so much with Legos growing up. So much. Yeah, same. And it is just exactly like yeah, what Legos is. 100%. And that's the, the animation in this movie is super cool. Um, like, everything can happen. It's made to look stop motion, but it's not actual stop motion. It's like, it's all animated. There's there's a couple real pieces, but like, nothing nothing major. It's all animated. Um, and, it, it, but it just looks so real. Yeah. Like, it looks like it's animated out of Legos. Like, everything. Everything is real Lego bricks except President Business's hair. His hair? Can you still not buy it? No, maybe then, but or maybe you can now. I'm sure you can, but you couldn't when the movie was made. You know what I was just thinking about? What? We've we're never on topic on this podcast. You remember when we went to the District of Columbia and people made us custom Lego figures? Yeah, and they made you a cop. Yeah, <laughs> you still have those? Yes, I do. <laughs> okay, so let's talk Lego Movie. Let's talk about the movie that defined a generation. Did it? Uh, no, so I don't think it the, did. But of we... this rotating cast of master builders, who who are your favorites? Here was my thing about it. I know that people love Lego Batman. Like, people will say Lego Batman is the greatest Batman ever. Morgan Freeman said that. Uh, people believe it. And Will Arnett, people are like, I love Will Arnett. Will Arnett's so amazing. And like, yeah, you're right. I'm not sold on Lego Batman. I mean, I'm not saying he's the best Batman ever, but I do love Will Arnett and I love him as this this iteration of Batman. I did think watching it this time, he was funnier than other times that I've he watched. He was definitely funny. And the, the like songs he makes. Darkness, <laughs> no parents. <laughs> 
I only work in black <laughs> and occasionally very dark gray. And then uh, he's just like super emo, but he's like like emo in his yeah, 40s. It's, <laughs> and he's it's making angry. fun of the Nolan Batman. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but I mean, I love everybody that the actor. Like Nick Offerman as the pirate is my favorite thing. Not my is favorite that Nick thing. Offerman? Yeah. Like Ron Swanson. Metal Beard. No, I know who Nick Offerman yeah. is. I just didn't know that. Yeah. That's, that's Metal Beard. And a ship that goes. I think my favorite character is Bad Cop. Liam Neeson? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's his best like, role. Bad cop, good cop, and pa cop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is great. I mean, Channing Tatum and Jonah Hill and that weird relation they have together as the as the Superman and the Green Lantern. Oh yeah, Green Lantern's like, hey, Superman, let's you know, let's yeah. go together. I saved you a seat. Yeah. Superman's like, oh man, like no, <laughs> no, let me not do that. And it's like, yeah, like Dave Franco plays like seven different characters just popping in and out of nowhere. It's it's very oh well voice God. acted from from everybody, especially Billy D. Williams. He just shows up and says like one line as Lando, right? Yeah. Like some real real Lando like, thing, skeevy yeah. line. Yeah, like oh nice capes or yeah. something like that. Yeah, he made the capes comment. <laughs> and then Anthony Daniels as well was in there, but they did not get they did not get uh Harrison Ford. <sighs> they did not get Harrison Ford, and they didn't get Aldinian right. Ar- well, he was not Han Solo when this movie came out. He was nobody when this movie came out. <laughs> he was nobody. Uh, I don't think Hail Caesar had even come out yet. Ooh, I forgot about Hail Caesar. <laughs> I always forget about Hail Caesar. How can you ever That's... forget? I haven't gone a single day without thinking about Hail Caesar. Hail Caesar came out in 2016. Hail Caesar is so good. But that's actually, he was in. About. He was. He's primarily only been in movies before Hail Caesar. Actually, he's only been in three movies afterwards. Well, Granted, it was that two years solo ago. Thing. So. Yeah, he was in. Oh, he was in that episode of CSI back in 2006. Oh, yeah, totally. He was in he Switcheroo. Was in, he was in an episode of Supernatural. Oh, good. As Ben Collins. Looks like he played Warren Sam Beatty and in Dean. a movie. Huh? So he played Warren Beatty in a movie. Who's Warren Beatty? He's an actor oh. from like the 50s. Interesting. Yeah. And then he was Han Solo. Well, here we are going down another rabbit hole. Lego Movie. Uh, I, I really did love the voice acting. I thought the voice acting was absolutely brilliant. Yeah, the the voice uh. acting and the way that they they animated it and combined the scenes, it just makes a really pleasant experience. Like it's just fun to yeah. watch. We, yeah. Yeah. To me, like to me, it could have easily been like the Lego video games where they're all sort of bendy and they, you know, do whatever they need to be able to do to work. Right. And it like it almost would have been fine. Like I would have been like, okay, well, you know, it's just not that big of a deal. But what they did, and this is some high praise, is they made it look like what I was imagining in my head when I was playing with Legos right. as a child. Hundred percent. Like it was like going to Legoland and seeing the dragon in the water move. You know, and that was the only thing. That was the thing only your brain could do. I've never been to Legoland. You never been to Legoland? No. Why? I, I've never been able to. <laughs> you never been to like a big mall that's got like a small Legoland exhibit in it? Yeah, I mean I have. But I've never been to like Legoland, Legoland. Like Legoland. It's like on my bucket list of things to do. Isn't it in Orlando? Yeah. That's got to be tough. Running an amusement park in Orlando. It's not Universal or Disney. They do all right, it seems like. Mm. Yeah, but did you see that seven-hour line at that amusement park in Orlando the other day? Yeah, at Disney World. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what I would do if somebody was like, "Hey, I know you got tickets to this one park, but the only ride in the whole park is a seven and a half hour wait." I'll be like, "You know where we're going? Legoland. Anywhere else? Any other Anywhere Disney park? Else. Some other part of that same Disney park? <laughs> Just not doing rides today. Right. Okay. Uh-huh. So the Lego Movie. I do want to go to Legoland at some point if y'all want to make a meetup for bacon and eggs in legoland i'm not going to be all that upset how much does legoland cost what are, what are the tickets probably price? about the same as any other orlando park which is way too expensive save up to 25 percent when you purchase in advance 
Ethan, we're going to learn what prices are. <laughs> we're going to learn today. We're going to learn. So this is what the package includes. One day plus water park is $97 and nope, that's child senior. So I got two adults checking in August 8th, leaving August 9th, search. Zero packages available. One package available from $568. Good God. Oh, but the second day of tickets are free. Get the front door out of town. Oh, this is at the Florida Hotel. Do you have to stay at the Lego Hotel? The Lego Hotel? I don't know. Is it made entirely of Legos? How long has this place been open? Looks like the season pass is only $148, but one ticket <laughs> is $100. That sounds about like the park near your house. Yeah, it does. Because we had the season pass, and that was $120 a year, but you only paid 10 bucks a month. It was awesome. It looks like you can probably do that with Legoland. I'm going to do... Okay, we're going to check in in 2019, because that's probably going to be cheaper. June 2nd, 2019. That's a Monday. Probably not that busy that day. Zero packages available that day. Doesn't look like that's an option. So. You know, we can figure this out later. <laughs> there are easier ways to do this. Anyway, you, you might it looks be right. like it's about 100 bucks to get into Legoland, which is a deal for Orlando, honestly. I know. Isn't Disney like 200-something dollars? Uh, it's a lot. I know that Universal is that much because you have to go to both parks to go to Harry Potter World. Which is the only worthwhile which part is of those dumb parks. dumb as <laughs> Let me tell you the real thing about that is, like, I don't care about Men in Black, the ride, or Simpsons Land. Also, none of those things are as well put together as Harry Potter. Yeah. But, well, Lego I mean, like, movie. You know, it... It, like, what are some other universal properties that you could put, though? I mean, I guess Harry Potter's not even a universal property, but it's Warner Brothers. It's Warner Brothers, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, what, are you going to do Jurassic Park? Disney, A, yeah. already had that somehow. Jurassic Park would be sweet. Yeah, just get live dinosaurs and make them kill everybody. No, just get the animatronics from the movies. The movies. <laughs> movies, man. The I'm there to see the movies. You could get uh, uh, Ready Player One land. You could get. <laughs> we do not have that uh, technology yet. Fun fact. We're getting there. You could have, uh, um, like, the capital, I think. You could have, oh, man, I just had one. Tip of the tongue, teeth in the lips, Ethan. You could have School of Rock World. Is that a universal movie? I don't know, but I love School of Rock. You could have Scott Pilgrim. Scott Pilgrim. You could have, uh... Scott Pilgrim versus yeah, the world have... world. <laughs> I, what I love about Harry Potter World is that literally no one calls it the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. It's Harry Potter It's world. Harry Potter World, but it's not. And there's... What's... I don't even know what it... It's Diagon Alley. I've been and there. Hogsmeade. And what's the other one? And Hogsmeade? Yeah. Oh, Diagon Alley's way cooler. Yeah, you take the train. If you're gonna go and you're like, I don't know if I want to spend money for two parks go to the Diagon Alley one yeah, you go to Ollivander's get you a wand Ethan you deserve a wand this is a public service announcement Ethan deserves a wand so if anybody out there is thinking is thinking you know I'd love to support the bacon and eggs podcast but well first go to patreon.com slash bacon and eggs because yeah. if you can afford a wand you can afford like eight months of that <laughs> <laughs> Join our Discord. We'd love to have you. But you can, if you want to uh, send me a wand, anybody in the whole world, you can send it to our P.O. Box, which is new and listed in the link below. Yes, because currently we don't have it, but we will by the time this goes yes. live. Yes, I'm holding you to that. Okay, I'll do that manana. 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 As I like to say. Manana. <laughs> All right, now let's uh, stop talking about Harry Potter World and Legoland and get back to the freaking <laughs> Lego movie. <laughs> We have a really hard time talking. Okay, about so why are we talking about the Lego Movie today, right? Okay, let me let me run you through the story of how we ended up on the Lego Movie. We were looking for stuff to talk about, right? And I, somebody in our Discord server actually brought up the Lego Movie, and I was like, "Oh man, I love the Lego Movie!" And like seventeen people got at me and were like, "Why haven't you talked about the Lego Movie yet?" If you love it, you would talk about it. Ethan. And so I was like, 
if you loved it, you would have already done an episode on it, Ethan. I was like, do you guys want us to talk about the Lego movie? And it was like overwhelming success. Yeah, people were people are all about some Legama. So here Legama-vi. we are. We're talking about the Lego movie. We're talking about its themes, which are fit in, but don't. Do fit in, whatever you want. <laughs> do whatever makes you happy, as long as it doesn't corrupt society. Right. And you got to know that you can do the other thing as well. Like if you want to follow the instructions, you can. If you want to build a spaceship that's going to fall apart because you didn't listen to the instructions, you also can. C'est la vie. Also, yeah, just nobody sits in the bottom or the top middle of the the double-decker couch. Like, it's not that hard. Would you want a double-decker couch? I feel like I think about this every time, and I'm like, the legs would be the only Yeah, if it was high enough up so that I didn't have to stare through the legs. Yeah. Because if you're a Lego person, then you definitely don't, because the legs don't have knees. Right. Well, yeah, and and you, yeah, the legs bend all the way over when you sit down, to the point where there's stumps in front of you. Right. (laughs) They don't have knees. Right. Or, like, proper length legs. Right. Right. They also sit weird, where they bend their whole butts up underneath. Like Lego people, uh, yeah. Lego people sit with their waist, not their legs. So yeah, you wouldn't have to. If you're a Lego person, you wouldn't have to worry about the legs, obviously. That, but that would that is my only detractor for the double decker couch. And yeah, the point they make is why would anybody want to sit in the top middle? And like, you just call it a five seater, man. Just just deal with it. I don't see. Here's 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 here's. Here's my solution for the double-decker couch, because I was just looking at couches, as you may know, because we're about to put up, buy a couch for bacon and egg. Maybe not right away, but it's on the, it's on the sketch, okay? It's, it's, it's not the horizon. It's it's closer than that. But uh, I was looking at couches. Why don't you just make the double-decker couch, but then in the middle seat on the top, you put cup holders. Yeah. You just, because the just people be on the top can't reach the coffee table. It would just be a five-seater. Like, yeah, because the people on the top can't reach the coffee table. Yeah, you definitely couldn't You couldn't have somebody in the middle, the top middle. Like, that would be super weird. Would it? Yeah. You're better on a bunk bed? You just jump off. You don't have to... Like, do, yeah, but how do, do you, you get up? my college roommate? You just... Like, have you ever like, gotten into a minivan? What? You just, Like, the person in the middle just goes first. Okay, but like that, that means that the whole other person has to climb down. No, you just jump off. Right, and then That's when you want to get back up, the other guy has to jump off and then climb back up. No, then they, they, rota- they rotate. So then you become the middle. Yeah. So like, say you're top left, right? And top middle is like I gotta go. But see, I feel like then you're you're drawing (laughs) straws for who gets the who gets the uh, the top. No, No, there ain't 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 nothing but a chicken wing sitting on the top. It's just part of having a double deck couch. It's part of the fun, not part of the not fun. I don't know. I don't think anybody's gonna want the top middle. <laughs> also, the problem anyway. you run into with the double decker couch is rooms. What do you Cause mean? Because it's like it's hard to sit on a bunk bed without slamming your head into the ceiling. Well, yeah, but this is you got to think of a room that you could put a pretty big Christmas tree. In. That's what I'm saying. Is you got to have the right room for a double decker couch, like a normal nine foot ceiling. It probably isn't gonna do it. Here's the thing, Ethan. I don't think the double decker couch is for everybody. I think it's for people with tall ceilings. I'm not saying it's for everybody. I'm just saying you got to be <laughs> conscious of the room. You should know somebody's gonna go to IKEA, buy a double decker couch, and be like, "This don't fit. <laughs> this don't fit." Ain't nobody want to sit on the top. Ain't no cup holders. There's no cup holders up here. I don't know what y'all think you're doing. Stack two couches on top of your there. Put them over there by a bean. Ain't got no cup holders in the couch. <laughs> what in the hell is this thing? What do you? What are you? What, what, what are your thoughts on cup holders in general, Ethan? Would you pay extra for a couch with cup holders? Let me tell you a story about cup holders. <laughs> you only have like one in Once your car. Once upon right? a time. <laughs> I bought a 1986 Toyota Celica. It was a great yeah, car. Yeah, you did. Fun to drive. I enjoyed stick. it. It was a stick. It was fun. I paid not a lot of money for it. Built back in the 80s in Japan. Apparently, 
the Japanese determined somewhere along the line that they didn't want to drink anything. I think because that I think car. At that point, nobody had decided they were going. To that drink car. Something in the car. No, because older cars than that have cup holders. That car had no cup holders. Okay. okay. None. Zero cup holders. I remember. <laughs> I I held many a beverage in that. The, uh, the problem with the car I have right now, which is not something I anticipated being an issue, is that two of the cup holders, the central cup holders, are underneath the the armrest. That sounds challenging. It is. You, Ethan, I want to tell you. You can a story file it under things holders. that I didn't think were going to bother me when I bought that car. Here's the thing about cup holders. My Mustang is the same problem. It's only got two cup holders in the whole vehicle, but it doesn't have a roof. So that's kind of cool. That is kind of cool. When I had, do, you, do you remember when I had the Honda Fit? Oh, I think I had like cup holders all over the place. You could fit. <laughs> it was made you of could, cup You could holders. fit and you did fit a lot of cups <laughs> in that car. <laughs> I remember you watching you go through a drive-thru, seeing that the two middle cup holders were full, seeing that the cup holder to your left was full. Taking the cup out of the cup holder to your left, putting it in the back door, and putting your drink in it. The thing about that car is it had five seats and ten cup holders. Yeah, it had a lot of cup holders. <laughs> ten cup holders. You had cups for days, man. You had cups for like two weeks. Yeah, you, you put a lot of cups in that car. <laughs> and like five people couldn't really sit in their oh, cars. So you everybody could. Effectively, We've done it. <laughs> yeah, but everybody effectively got two and a half cup holders. Yeah, your your engine would stop working at four people. <laughs> yeah, you hit a hill and it was like, nope. Yeah, not happening. <laughs> that thing with four people in it, that thing went zero to sixty downhill on a windy. Yeah, day. eventually, you know, <laughs> zero to sixty just says colon maybe, <laughs> maybe. You're really pushing you it there, bruv. Good straight to hell and neutral. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, I did like man. that car. That was a fun car. That was a fun I've actually thought about if my car dies, just going out and getting another one of those. But the new one, the thing I loved about that car, and this is all about the double-decker couch, by the way. So it's on topic. John Negroni getting mad at me for getting off topic every 10 minutes. Elder Negroni. <laughs> is he Mormon? I don't think so. He's in California. Oh. Well, anyway. Um, the problem is that the new one, if I'm not mistaken, doesn't have the driver's cup holder. And that's the cup holder to the left of the dr- steering wheel. Oh, the one that was built into the into the dashboard? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's the greatest cup holder of the all minivan time. minivan cup holder? Yeah. Now, let me tell you something. Didn't you also have one in the door? Yeah, there was one in the door as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. But that one was, no, they were, they, none of them were angled. So you could like put like a, a cup with lid, like a loose fitting lid anywhere yeah the ones in the doors in my mazda are both angled they're great for Same bottles yeah anyway cup holders as we know them today came into effect in 1983 so your 1986 toyota like it's not unheard of that it wouldn't have I had swear them, to god there were the... older cars in that with cup holders. there there were older cars but the way we know it was 1983 okay if that makes i mean sense. i feel that but it still it was it was like i had gotten used to driving the chevy blazer that i was driving which had plenty of cup holders and i was used to your honda fit which also had plenty of <laughs> cup holders made of cup holder and i got this car and i didn't even notice it man i didn't realize it until the first time i got a drink and i was like where do i put this well like like your back seats were hardly big enough to hold a drink yeah so it was like <laughs> um but no i one time and i made the horrible mistake this is back when mcdonald's still sold their sweet tea in, in in styrofoam cups right i went into a bojangles the other day and i got a, I said can i get a cajun combo with a sweet with a sweet tea and they were like it's extra for the big cup and i was like in what america is it extra for the teacup yes which by the way british people in america the teacup is a large styrofoam cup whereas i know where you're from it is a smaller cup yeah we call that a coffee mug (laughs) fun fact 
a teacup in America is a gargantuan styrofoam cup because you need to put a lot of ice with your tea. <laughs> Cups with the ice, and we do it every night. Anyway, anyway you were at McDonald's. So at you McDonald's got a large okay, tea. so I'm on the way to um to the Norva to go to a concert by myself. Nobody wanted to go Fun. with me. I didn't. I know you didn't. Doesn't sound like yeah. <laughs> what, what show this is this? This is a Frank Turner show. Yeah, I don't know who that is. I do know who that is. Yeah, we, Everybody calm yeah, down. You named your band after him. I did name but my band after Anyway, him. so I got a sweet tea and I stuck it like I was doing at the time in the center console because that was the only option was to <laughs> stick drinks in the center console, right? And I had the straw in it. <laughs> And I went around a turn, and the center console lid closed, right? Oh, no. Effectively jamming the straw through the bottom of the cup. Oh, no. And so I didn't realize it. I didn't realize what happened. It was it was sealed off at that point because there was a straw in the way. <laughs> I pulled the, I, I started drinking, didn't get any drink. I pulled the straw up, got a little bit of drink, put the thing back down, and put the whole rest of the tea proceeded to leak into my center console, which was, for whatever reason, watertight. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but then I just had a whole, like, 20 ounces of tea in my center console. <laughs> I'm legitimately crying so right now. So what I did, what I did was I stuck my hoodie in it. Smart move. And just soaked it all up and was like, you know what? I'll figure it out later. <laughs> so I was like, I got to go to this show, man. It's starting like right now. Was it a good show? It was a good show. It was a good show. This is a picture of my wife and I right when we got engaged. In case you're curious. That's, that's super cute. But yeah, so I... Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then I proceeded to bring the damp hoodie, or not damp, the sopping wet, dripping tea hoodie. That had, that had I'm imagine. I don't know why, but I'm imagining our bacon and eggs hoodie in this situation. No, it was. Which, by the way, if you want bacon and eggs merch, we're not selling hoodies right now, but we are selling hats. You can get a big cartel. I don't know. The links in the description, and you can get the hats. They're awesome. We have plenty left. Just buy one now. So I, I took my my sopping wet hoodie. It was the uh, the the black and gray like salt and pepper one like, with the white string. The yeah, the Bieber hoodie. hoodie. The Bieber I got hoodie. at Zoomies yeah. in 2011. Zoomies. You remember when we were? They had a double decker couch, only it didn't have the top bunk. Anyway, I brought the cat. Brought the hoodie. In. I'm going to finish this story real quick. Brought the hoodie in and brought it into our Rappahannock dorm room and threw it in the washing machine, which proceeded to take seven hours to wash it. We had that washing machine. It was the, it was the washer and wash. dryer, and it didn't really do both, or it didn't really do either one effectively. Yeah, but it was great because we were lived close enough to the like communal separate washer-dryer machine. I would just go yeah, there. Yeah, you paid money to go and there. Like, uh, it's, it was worth it. Nah, I just took frustratingly long times to dry my clothes. <laughs> you had to like drain. Like, There's no instructions, but you had to drain the water out of the machine yourself. <laughs> And the straw yeah. was like on the bottom of the machine. So we started just keeping empty Arizona gallon jugs next to it. <laughs> like it would hold like six gallons of water. <laughs> this is the most ridiculous thing. It was, it was like a GE high efficiency thing. Washer dryer it was combo. Not efficient. It was not efficient. It may have been energy efficient, but it ran for hours. Like, and I remember we had the, we, we did catering. There was no double decker couches in catering, but our shirts, like the material that they were made of wouldn't like press in the dryer that we yeah. had so that like when you took them out they were just made of wrinkles yeah, yeah. <laughs> i had the same problem in port yeah anyway the lego movie <laughs> holy crap boy howdy do i have an injustice for you do you I do um is it i have an injustice as well okay i just thought of injustice man so i don't know where you guys are in the world but where i am in the world it's freaking hot yeah yeah it is uh my feels like temperature here today hit 109 degrees Ugh. and um the AC in my office doesn't particularly work when it's hot because I have an office that's essentially just a metal box with a big piece of glass on the front. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, and it's, uh... 
It's hot. It got up to 89 in my office today. You know what's crazy? My office is also a metal box with a big piece of glass in the front of it. But does your office say Chevy Impala? Anyway, no. Mine mine's does. a significantly bigger metal box. <laughs> in my Chevy Impala? Yeah. We could fit, uh, by the way, we could fit six times as many people in the office as we have. Easily. It's like a big room. But the HVAC doesn't work right. Um, and I'm not, I'm not like complaining. I get it's a thing. Like it happens. Like the, the, the system just can't keep up with it. But it was really hot in here today. That's my injustice. Sorry to hear that. What is your injustice? My injustice. My injustice is, uh, you know what really just gets me? Ethan? The youth. Not the youth. Stan Yeet. tweeters. Stan <laughs> My Instagram explore page is exclusively Tom Holland. <laughs> Stan pages. Why? I have no idea. I think it's because I like I like Spider-Man a lot. People know this about me. And I like Marvel a lot. And I think Instagram put those things together and was like, hope I like pictures that have these hashtags. But <laughs> <laughs> everything is like Tom Holland edits, whatever those like like poorly edited videos of Tom Holland saying things set to like pop music, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh god. So what's your injustice though? My injustice has nothing to do with stand pages. I could actually deal with that. Um my injustice has to do with freaking frozen yogurt shops. Oh my god, here we go. <laughs> I'm so mad about this. You go in there, A, don't just tell me I can like measure pay by weight and then give me some absurdly low price. Oh, it's like three dollars an ounce it's like oh how much does ice cream weigh a ton ethan <laughs> ice cream weighs a ton <laughs> i have never not been shocked by the bill at my frozen yogurt <laughs> place holy crap i just spent twelve dollars on ice cream and then you don't even guide me through the process you're just like yeah man pick whatever you want and then i the idiot just end up picking stupid flavor combinations i'm like oh man cotton candy and peanut butter those things are probably delicious together i love cotton candy i love peanut butter peanut butter is delicious with everything i'm gonna love this you know it's not delicious ethan cotton candy and peanut butter but the worst part ethan the worst part is sometimes i'll be like you know what i'm just gonna play it safe with the ice cream i'm just gonna get peanut butter and chocolate just reese's ice cream how hard could this be and then i get over to the freaking toppings aisle and like toppings don't weigh anything of course <laughs> even though they do <laughs> so i just start piling toppings on and now you know it's not good peanut butter and chocolate is freaking gummy worms <laughs> this is a terrible flavor combination and the freaking man behind the counter is making like small talk with me and he's like man don't you love ice cream isn't ice cream the best and i'm like yeah man ice cream's awesome meanwhile i'm like pretending to enjoy this monstrosity of a bowl of ice cream i just paid 13 dollars for this is absurd <laughs> i'm so bad <laughs> i'm weeping i'm deceased it's so accurate though they give you swedish fish and no one tells you when you freeze swedish fish they become rocks <laughs> I ate a whole bowl that was just like, it was just peanut butter and Swedish fish. Oh and it's like, I thought my teeth were breaking. <laughs> oh my god. I didn't think I was ever going to stop. <laughs> oh god. Oh. Uh, I might need to drink water. I've got this bookshelf in my office now. What did you just hit? Oh, my desk. Because oh. you did that clear. motion. It was like, thump. <laughs> I was like... I've got a bookshelf in my office now, which means I have a place to put my geeky tikis, which means I can eat them. Ooh, you my dogs are them. barking. What was that noise? Did you hear that noise? No, but you, I heard the noise of you saying you could eat your geeky tikis. <laughs> <laughs> those are drink. Those are ceramic. Do not eat them. <laughs> you have my Drax tikis. I do. You're never getting it back. 
It'll come to the office one day. It's my favorite cup. <laughs> Next to my Yeti. You have a Yeti. Oh, look at you. Very cool. Very You're right. Cool. It is very cool because it keeps things very cool. Or very, I very, just... very, very, very hot if you put freshly out of the pot coffee in it and then close it. <laughs> That's the... Oh, my God. Injustice in America. The freaking... I don't want my coffee to be right out of the hot co pot co hot right out of the pot hot. I want it to cool down. I made the mistake one you, time of making coffee. Technology is too good. I made the mistake one time of making hot coffee, putting it in my Yeti, bringing it to work, <laughs> then trying to drink it, thinking, oh. It's been 45 minutes. I'll be fine. <laughs> Wrong. Burn city, baby. It was still do, too listen. hot to drink six hours later. Six. Do you not take the lid off? No, I didn't think to take the freaking lid off. <laughs> if I go to the coffee shop and I get a coffee, I like coffee shops that give you a mug. I'm a big fan of that. That's, that's the kind of service we deserve in America. But if I go to the coffee shop, I get my coffee in the paper cup and I'm like, okay, well, you should have asked if I was going to drink it here because I know you, I can see the mugs. Okay, but whatever. I take the lid off of the paper mug that doesn't keep it out at all because I'm worth it, Ethan. I want to enjoy my coffee in a reasonable <laughs> amount of time. I want to get the coffee and then be able to drink the coffee. <laughs> I want that to happen immediately. You know what solves that problem? Cold cream. Iced coffee. Cold cream. I like to drink black coffee, especially if I'm on a business lunch. I like to order a black coffee, like especially in front of somebody that orders like a very complicated coffee. I just like to be like, I'll take my coffee black, please. Because then I feel like it's a power move. It's like, oh it's man, not, this guy's awesome. It's not. I promise you that person <laughs> that knows what they like for their coffee just knows what you're doing and thinks you're an <laughs> <laughs> Well, I, do, I mean, it's healthier to drink coffee black, and that's usually why I get it that way. I, I, I can take it. No, but you've it. become a rampant about black coffee recently it's because it's the purest way because you coffee. used to be like i hate black coffee black coffee is the devil you were quoted as saying i put cream in my coffee because i love myself <laughs> that's a twitter and now right you're there. just mr black coffee and i'm like all right kid you can pretend Somebody... to be you can pretend to be cool for the internet but i remember the old tyler and i'm not letting him <laughs> die that easily <laughs> But I am cool, Ethan. I'm not cool. I'm like the least. What cool in person. God's name are we talking about? <laughs> the Lego movie. The Lego Holy movie. Holy man! Coffee. <laughs> I knew this was gonna happen. I really did. As soon as we started watching this movie, I was like, I have nothing to say about this movie. <laughs> Because it's, it's perfect. I needed to say the point that I said. That it, like, Emmett moving independent of anyone touching him is not a problem. It goes to show that a kid is telling the story and that is important. That matters. That means that the story is going to be messed up. It's like when a, a five-year-old tells you her dream. It's like, this is the most absurd series of statements ever. But that's what kids playing with Legos is, Ethan. That's what it's all about. <laughs> Those of you who can't see this right now, Tyler has a knife. It is just brandishing it in front of the camera. <laughs> I figured up. I figured up, and Ethan's eyes go from like casually, casually, casually looking at our conversation to like a, a real like. Oh, <laughs> it's like I looked oh. down. And I was like, he has a knife. I'm not sure why, but he has a knife. Yeah, this de this movie definitely has a message of just play with your freaking toys. Do you, do, do you do you. Ethan, when was the last time you just sat down and played with toys? And I will, here's, the, video games don't count. Your iPhone obviously doesn't count. Um, I know your answer because you're going to tell me and I'm going to be dissatisfied because I'm going to expect it to have been much longer ago than yesterday. But when was the last time you played with toys? Um, what constitutes a toy? <laughs> He's got the knife again. <laughs> what constitutes a toy? Puzzles count. Do puzzles count? Puzzles I don't count. know if this puzzle counts because if this, if I tried to make this puzzle when I was six, 
I would have killed somebody. <laughs> well, this I is, think, this I is mean, an adult I... jigsaw puzzle. This is a thousand piece. <laughs> what is that supposed puzzle. to mean, Ethan? It means that if, what is that supposed it means to mean that adult jigsaw puzzle. It's got some lewd photography on it. No, that like prior to me being twenty two, probably I would not have had the patience to just sit there and do this puzzle. At what point do puzzles go from being like a kid thing to like I don't have the patience for this to I have so much patience for this. How does that life? I think that's how life works. You know, the puzzle. It's like the puzzle is a distraction from the real world. No, just from like I don't know, in, intrusive thoughts. You know, what kind of intrusive thoughts? Lewd intrusive. No, thoughts. just the, the the ramblings of the human mind. Because uh, so you when I'm like when I'm doing a puzzle, when you're doing a puzzle, your your mentality is just edge piece, edge yes, piece, edge I'm piece, edge piece. Edge when piece, I'm looking, piece. when I'm doing the puzzle, I am a hundred percent locked in, laser focused <laughs> on the. F- puzzle because the puzzle is currently beating me <laughs> it has defeated me. but then the problem is, when you finish the puzzle it's only the picture on the box so i bought this puzzle you didn't uncover anything right, i got i got a star wars puzzle uh at target for five dollars right and i'm like man i've got a card table at home this is gonna be perfect i just happen to own a card table you know what's not big enough you for this do. puzzle that, that f- card table card table that card table was tiny when i lived there i don't imagine it's grown it hasn't but it's like it's good for playing cards <laughs> is yeah. it never played cards yeah, on. i have we sat around and played cards on it's perfectly fine it does the job do you wear a visor no not that kind of cards what i'm not like playing what other kind like of cards is poker there? oh that's the only kind of cards that matter i mean sure you can tell me all about crazy eight and war with your friends We're but if it ain't rummy but if it ain't five cards what's the what's the one where you don't get more cards five cards stiff five card what's it called you know yeah i do you I know do. <laughs> do you have a five card five draw card. no draw is when you can trade cards in stud stud five card stud if it ain't five cards stud don't call me <clears throat> you got to know Actually, I all the the whole reason I was at Target was to buy playing cards. No Actually, weirdly enough. No walk away. I'm learning no I'm learning card magic. No, you're I am. not. Oh man. Don't Why? do that. David Blaine street magic. I'm not gonna be obnoxious about it. It's something I've always wanted to learn. So I'm gonna, you, I'm gonna learn a little bit a couple magic tricks. You should learn how to throw cards. Like hard enough to kill a man. I also need good cards for that. So I have I have good playing cards now. Which are much nicer than the playing cards I had been using. With the playing cards you've been using. I'm trying to remember playing cards. We have fraternity playing we cards, do. right? Yes. No, we yes. do. I like how your possessions are my possessions. Well, I mean, they were the house's possessions. I stole them from Christian. As I you lifted them have. from Christian's house and never gave them back. I have, uh, I just, just yesterday, there's a filing cabinet right here. I was going through it and I found the uh, the uh, coasters we lifted from Christian. The fraternity coasters? Nice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I bought playing cards, as I do enjoy playing cards. And um, yeah, so I bought some of those. And I also found the Star Wars puzzle. But before that, when the last time I played with the toy was probably when I built my last Lego set. What was it? It was BB-8. BB-8? Are you about to show me BB-8? The bait? Oh, he's right here. Is he craggled? No, he's right here. His head moves. That's cool. No, he is, he is not craggled, but he is very solid. Yeah? Do you think you throw him? Do you think you drop him? Uh, some stuff would come off if I dropped him, but the main structure would stay intact. He's a pretty solid Lego piece, or Lego model. Like, there's a lot of pieces. Look, there's, there's a bunch of stuff going on there. Um, yeah, I built that. Uh, I don't know if that was the last one I bought, actually. I can't remember when I got that one. Because I also got a Lego TIE Fighter for Christmas. Because my mom buys me Legos for Christmas every year. It's a good thing for a mom yeah, to do. Yeah, ever since I was six. You know, I think the last toy I played with was a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, those I do those pretty frequently. But here's my problem with the cube, Ethan. Is you and I learned cubing junior year of high school. Yeah. We're, we could solve it in like under a minute. Yeah. We were we were never speed cubers, but we were good enough that like I could see the move and do it like with my eyes shut, and then I'd look at it for a few seconds and then see the move and do it with my eyes shut, and then right. uh, not for a few minutes, but for a few seconds and like get reevaluated. But uh, it it ruined the cube. 
I disagree. Like I get so I get so bored of it. Like finishing it is always satisfying, but you, like you always have to get somebody to mess it up for you. I can't mess up my own cube. Oh, I can. No, I always end up doing the same thing. Nope, I I can mess my own cubes up. Besides, you if only need to get to it just... to a certain number of moves before you just need to start over. Like it only has to be a little messed up before you have to start over and do it again. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's only gonna be messed up like four or five times right. before it's like, well, I, I forgot yeah, what I, forgot I did. What, I can't put it back. <laughs> so no, we're I mean, gonna start from. I, scratch. I still have the five by five, the professor cube. I I do own the five by five. I don't think I can do it. I there's one move I have to look up. Other than that, I know how to do it, but it well, takes a while. It takes like 45 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. And the guy that that uh we we watched, we learned how to do those on Meta Cafe. We did. I don't even know that that's a site. I doubt anymore. it. And I'm scared to look it up because I know that when I was learning how to make Rubik's cubes, there was a bunch of other videos you could watch that were not how to solve a Rubik's cube and were more like the puzzles Ethan's been buying. <laughs> the puzzle is not lewd. It is a picture of the Millennium Falcon. <laughs> Uh, okay. Meta Cafe sure. does yeah. appear to still exist, but it's got questionable stuff on it. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> nothing outright lewd, but also nothing productive. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> but yeah, then there was like a renaissance of, of Rubik's Cubes in our high school. That was a good time. Yeah, you, um, you me, and Matt Young. And uh, Richard. Ricky Webster? No. no, the Asian dude. Who the heck is Richard? He played, oh, uh, Richard Kim? played percussion. Richard yeah, Kim. he's a sneakerhead now, dude? like a professional sneakerhead. Is he Yeah, really? he like resells sneakers. That's exactly what that dude does. Yeah. He's still here in town. What does David Lascano do? Uh, he's a musician in band. Is he? He does that like professionally? I believe so. Because he has a lot of I money. I know. He is the uh, uh, piano keyboards and citizen shape. He buys a lot of very expensive clothes. I think he is also a model. Probably. He was at one point. I don't know if he still is. Well, he appears to have some kind of hookup because he buys a lot of very expensive clothing. You know, a lot of people are doing these like stitch fits, fix boxes. You know what I'm talking about? There's lots of boxes. Yeah, I, those are expensive, man. Those are like 500 bucks. Yeah. I can't afford that. Some people have that money. The kind of people that Stitch Fix is looking for have that money. Yeah, well, I mean, obviously. The Lego Movie. What do you think of it? How much time do you think we've spent talking about the Lego Movie during this episode? I think we said what was needed to be said. Okay. This isn't, this isn't Cinemaholics. This is Bacon and a Movie Lovers Podcast. Are you, why are you whispering? Is this like an AM, ASMR podcast now? I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just whispering because I, I need the people to understand that... What we're selling is the chemistry between you and me and not critical film review. Correct. I think they understand that. <laughs> I don't think anybody out there is sitting there right now going, wow, this is critically in-depth. I love the insight from this podcast. They probably, feel, they probably have some pretty strong feelings about their favorite friend. I mean, I could sit here. about me. I could sit here and read the IMDb trivia and act like I'm cool. <laughs> The Lego Movie, the se- Lego Movie Two, the second part. Isn't that such a good? Yeah, name? it's like Sharknado Two, the second one. No, it's like the second part, like a part, like a Lego piece. I know, I get that. That's all I can think of though. Sharknado Two, the second one. Sharknado Two. Sharknado got like an eighty-six percent. Sharknado Six That's comes insane. out next month. I'm so proud the last. Of We've had it's this called the last before. Sharknado. It's about damn time. I mean, that's it's not though. Like, if it if this took twenty years for six of these to come out, that would be one. I think thing. it's mostly like, uh, hey, let's not make any more of these. You know what, Tara? We're done. In order to add more realism to this movie, the Lego bricks have scratches, fading, and even fingerprints to make the movie look like someone was manipulating real bricks in a stop-motion fashion. The bricks are also affected by the locations, with the bricks in the Old West being more dusty and faded from the sunlight. Oh, that's neat. That is neat indeed. A lot of that's... time and patience went into the mise-en-scene of this movie. <laughs> mise-en-scene. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, this movie is just one, one giant mise. Yeah, it is. I loved uh, how... Uh, There's a lot of details, and every time I see it, I see something different, and I'm like, that was neat. That's just the, that was the general cool feel, feeling of this movie is, that was neat. I love just... That was neat zero know, burrito it's... zero. <laughs> neat zero burrito zero. It's Neo burrito, but the O's are uh, zeros. I... <laughs> 
<laughs> I get it. Uh, I don't know why you're watching something. Uh, bracelets for summer camp. It looks like oh, we should do an ASMR podcast. No. Welcome back to sleep with us, <laughs> where Tyler and Ethan talk about nonsense very, very <laughs> quietly. <laughs> we would end up laughing the whole time. That would be the problem. Vitruvius first part can be seen yeah. wearing a tie-dye T-shirt and light blue jeans underneath his robe. Yeah. Did you not notice that? I'm just reading the trivia. Oh. Well, yeah. The word Lego is never uttered once. Really? Yeah, that is true. Because I read that. Well, do you I read know, that and then listened to it. Listened for it. Do you know who Vitruvius in history is? He was some kind of author. He was commonly known as Vitruvius, was a Roman architect, author, civil engineer, and military engineer during the first century BC, known for his multi-volume work entitled De Architecura. Architecura. He's an architect. That's the thing. You can, he's, he's a master, a master builder. builder. Oh, got it. There got you go. It. They are putting it all together yeah. now. <laughs> you ever read The Master Builder by Henrik Ibsen? It's no. a play. Is it good? No, it's very sad. Is it, you, have you ever seen How I Met Your Mother? I have. Ted's a master builder. Yeah, that's where I found out about the play The Master Builder by Henrik Ibsen. Oh. You, what, I mean, I think I just didn't like Robin was the thing. No, we're not getting on this tangent. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> You were so ready. You were so ready. I can see it in your eyes. You were like, here's the thing. If Victoria never should have been, she was the one for Ted, okay? Sorry, Victoria was the one. Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, George Clooney, and Christian Bale at one point were considered to reprise the role of Batman. That would have been smart. I would have been all about that. That would have been a great way for Clooney to clear his name as Batman. There's no nipples on Legos. I mean, there can be. Vitruvius probably has nipples. Probably not. Maybe when he's a ghost. He probably has ghost nipples. I love ghost Vitruvius. You can buy Vitruvius with not a, uh, uh lollipop you can like there's like a there's like a vitruvius toy doesn't have a lollipop it's got like a green lego piece that's weird yeah i think that's a little unusual i love president business's helmet it's got the it's got the uh like coffee cups on top was there any time you laughed during this movie yeah Me? i was laughing like the whole, the whole time. time you know what was funny yeah was the cats right at the beginning when emmett's like naming off all the cats and they <laughs> all say meow funny. in like the same voice except yeah. for the last one saying like garth or whatever and it goes meow <laughs> i liked uh i like when emmett falls into the hole and then like gravity isn't working right and he's just like going up yeah. and down pipes and falling left and right and he almost falls into like happy land and instead falls into deadly spike land <laughs> the whole thing's funny man. i, I was uh, laughing constantly yeah i don't know that there's a scene where i was like no that one didn't hit home for me i love when all the master builders show up and it's like dumbledore gandalf <laughs> oh shut up dumbledore <laughs> i'm gandalf <laughs> and Double Sword starts talking and it's just like I didn't know what was going on. <laughs> I love the uh the media portrayals of Dumbledore that aren't Dumbledore. You know what I'm saying? Like what? <laughs> like anytime Dumbledore is portrayed, it's just like I'm Dumbledore and I'll do whatever I want and I can, you know, <laughs> fifty points to Dumbledore. Nothing you know, you don't you never seen anything. No, like not that? really. I mean I've seen the comics but never voiced ones. Even in like yeah, the very Potter or in like the Potter Puppet Pals. Oh yeah. But I, I definitely have seen the the, the like webcomic that you're talking about where like Dumbledore doesn't <laughs> do give a want. fuck about anything. <laughs> He's sitting there going, fifty points to Dumbledore. <laughs> Dumbledore. Dumbledore? <laughs> You can't say Dumbledore. Vitruvius is like... All right, Dumbledore. Will Arnett is the first Canadian to play Batman. Fun really? fact. There's a Canadian playing Deadpool right now. Yes, there is. Here's the line, Ethan. The only thing anyone needs to be special is to believe that you can be. What? That's the line. That's the movie right oh, there. Is that said in the thing? I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that. Didn't you hear him? The prophecy is made up. I'm not the so special. So the problem I have with the IMDb trivia for movies like this that have like an ensemble cast of famous people is that IMDb trivia pinpoints like every moment where one actor 
was seen in a different movie with the different actor from the movie. Oh, I know what you're talking about, where it's like, did you know that Channing Tatum and Will Arnett worked together on the B movie? Right, exactly. I was reading that, not to get on a different tangent, I was reading the one, this is the <laughs> trivia for Ocean's 8, right? Which has a whole scene, <laughs> a whole scene for like 10 minutes, full of just like famous person cameos. Mm. And half the IMDb trivia is like, Meg Ryan and Kim Kardashian worked together on something. Like, neither of them were in that movie. Did was did Brad Pitt or George Clooney appear or Matt Damon? No. Did any of them? Any of the any of the, the 13? thirteen? Yeah. Don no. Cheadle, the no. twins, Ruben, yes. Ruben, Two of them. Ruben and Yen. Yen, but no caravan. I just think you. I didn't probably catch didn't catch it. it. Was it's it probably in there? Because in the, in the I wasn't first listening one, for it. Like I'll be real honest. And in the first one, it's what Yen is listening yeah. to. Yeah. Well, it's what the um. It's what the the Chinese yeah. are. You should you should really see it. Well, maybe I will. Like maybe I just I, I think you'd I really will. enjoy it. I think you will enjoy the parallels. Like the the scenes that are clearly just reminiscent of the scenes from the first one. Like when they're putting the team together, it's the exact same scene yeah really they they have like the line between who's the like rusty character kate blanchett she had the line where she's like we need like two hail marys and no no none of that lingo's in there oh my god that was the funniest thing well i love the thing about oceans 11 is you have to watch it and listen to the dialogue you think you're not supposed to be hearing yeah you're not not supposed to be hearing but like the dialogue you think does no, the same matter. way it's the exact same way but i caught the thing in this movie like the 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 turning point one of the prestige? not no not the prestige the pre-prestige Prestige. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Like, there's a there's a trick, and then there's a big trick. Right. I caught the the trick. Well, in Ocean's Eleven, there's no way to catch that they're the swamp. No, team. it's the, it's the same way in this one. Okay. But I caught the I caught the way they get the thing out, like allegedly. Interesting. I'm excited to see it. Yeah, you should you should really watch it. I feel like um, but the, I feel like I'm gonna come out of it and I'm gonna be like, why didn't you tell me it was that good? I did. I did tell you it was that good. I told you I had no complaints about it. Anyway, th- so I, I just want to say this real quick, and this is going off the record because I don't want to just spoil the whole movie for everybody. But it is really funny, and they tell you this in the first two minutes, so I'm not running anything for you. But Danny's allegedly dead. Mm. And she rolls up to his like grave site, right? Like five minutes in the movie, the into the mausoleum where he's buried, and just looks at it and goes i really hope you're in there <laughs> and then later on somebody says something about her brother and she just goes like oh it's a shame your brother's dead are you, you know are you sure he's dead and she goes no no i'm not just no and it ends i was like oh there's totally because they totally set it up for them to be to make a a big one oceans, right. okay, oceans, now it's ocean's 21, 21 yeah 22 oceans 21 with channing tatum no nah, because they added more than eight that they would have this is the same one the same thing with with oceans 11 like they they introduced what would be the the recurring character past the the eight right. but it was it was really good um, anyway back to the lego movie for, that i think i've said for the 12th time during this episode i know well, that's i think this is some of the best podcasting we've ever done I did cry laughing at one point. Do you have anything else to say about the movie? We've reached that hour and a half mark. We can go ahead and start wrapping up and just kind of call it a little shorter one. I don't, like, here's the thing. I like, I like, I think Will Ferrell is brilliant. Like, I think there's, there's a lot to be said about the voice acting in this movie, but Will Ferrell is so Will Yeah, Will Ferrell Ferrell. playing the, the, like, angry dad. And it's, like, I... He does a lot of roles like Step Brothers and Talladega Nights, and I think he's brilliant at those. But Stranger Than Fiction and Lego Movie, I think, are where he really shines. Where he gets to kind of do, like, an off-kilter serious role. Because this is, like, a comedy. Like, I'm laughing the whole freaking time, but he plays a serious yeah, character. Yeah, for sure. Right? And, uh, I just, like... So, my my girlfriend refuses to watch this movie on the principle that she hates Will Ferrell. She's missing And she just out. refuses to like Will Ferrell. She even saw Stranger Than Fiction. I made her watch it, and she was just like, I don't know, I feel like it would have been better with a regular serious actor. But he bought her flowers. And I'm like, it would not have been 
better with a serious actor. She was like, yeah, I mean, they could have gotten, like, Matt Damon. And I was like, are you kidding me? No, Matt Damon would have ruined that. The only other person that could have done that movie is Vince Vaughn. You think Vince Vaughn could have been Stranger yeah. Than Fiction? Harold yeah. Crick? The only other person. I'll have to think about this. N- maybe, like, Sam Jones. Luke Wilson. Or Owen no. Wilson. N- absolutely not. He would have been like, wow. I really don't like Owen Wilson. <laughs> wow, I'm already narrating my life. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, I saw it. We, we, I think we both really enjoyed this movie. I did. I think. I think we can rank it. I. I think you're not gonna like where I rank it. I, mean, I get the feeling that you liked it, but you didn't like it as much as I did. I mean, let me get the list open and then we could talk. Do you want to do a media check-in or anything? Um. I. <sighs> as far as media goes, I don't remember what I said last time, as always. But um. I do know that I have been reading the entire Harry Potter series in preparation for what is coming up. I actually do want to make a bacon and eggs announcement. Uh, After Ant-Man and the Wasp next week, we are diving into the Harry Potter film series. That's Harry Potter titled movies one through eight. But what we're doing is we're splitting them into two parts. So, and we have guests confirmed for three of the four two-part episodes. So for episodes or for stories one and two, so Sorcerer's Stone and Chamber of Secrets will be joined by George. Jordan Balky, the new community manager, Jane of all trades for Super Carlin Brothers. Super awesome, Jordan. For Prisoner of Azkaban and Goblet of Fire will be joined by Watso Videos, Isaac. 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 Uh, what's Isaac's last name? <laughs> what's Carlson. Isaac's last name? Isaac Carlson. Uh, five and six, we do not have a confirmed guest yet. Um, if there's anybody you'd really love to hear us interview or talk to about Harry Potter, feel free to shoot us an email or comment on the Facebook group or send us something on Discord, what, whatever. Get in touch with us or somebody you want us to reach out to. We've got a few feelers out there, but nothing set in stone. And then for episodes seven and eight, and this is a big announcement. Um, we will be sitting down with Anna Brisbane or Brizzy Voices to talk about the Deathly Hallows. Um, so that's exciting news. So in preparation of all of that, I've been reading the Harry Potter series, and it has been the most enjoyable read of the Harry Potter series I've, I think I've ever had. That's my music. Fair enough. Channel. I'm excited for you. I just finished reading the Harry Potter series. Yeah. Yeah. I'm on five right I, now. I finished seven a couple weeks ago, and I've been struggling to find something else to do since then. Uh, we're reading Turtles all the way down. I know. I need to do that. It's a quick read. You can probably knock it out in two days. I don't want to knock it out in two days. I want to knock it out in the allotted time frame. Interesting. Are you actually going to do like the, the book club I'm going to try to, yeah. Interesting. I am. Turtles all the way down is... is, is I've said this to many people, but I'll say it again. And I've said this to you probably a hundred times. It's a tough read. It, it'll take you two or three tries to get into it. Uh, but once I did get into it, I, I read it twice in two days, and I think it's an important book for uh, young adults to be reading, or for anybody to be reading. But you know, for, for the intended, for the intended audience, audience to yeah. to get to get their hands on. Well, fair enough. So you want to do you want to start wrap up? Yeah, let's. Um, I think I definitely know what this is for breakfast. Okay. Do we want to do a villain ranking? Uh, I think I think President Business is a good villain, but he he turns. Yeah, to some extent. No, they play together. Yeah. In the end, President. Well, that's the dad. President Business doesn't turn. I'm pretty sure President Business turns. Know. He's a good villain. And He's a good talks villain. To him. I enjoyed him. I do like he, he represents like Kragle, he, rep- like he represents the idea that like you gotta because he, he represents the ideas that like people are afraid to touch their parents' stuff and like his dad has all these toys that he's not allowed to play with yeah and, he's and like, that's a tough hey, thing say ages four to twelve or whatever and I know that I'm gonna be that dad and be like can you not mess with my Star Wars Lego collection I bought you all these Legos do whatever you want with them but can you leave the ones <laughs> that are up on the eight foot tall shelf <laughs> in my study alone please I know I, I I'm curious about that as as we grow older you know we, we didn't start collecting toys right now I feel like we have a pretty minimal collection of toys but when I look at like Ben and Jonathan's toy collection how's that going to affect their children you know kids are gonna want to come to the set and be like can I play with all the stuff that just sits on the couch and never gets loved <laughs> right like are they gonna say yes are they gonna say I don't no know. you know ask Luke in a couple years we'll find out yeah I'll ask Luke when he starts talking be like hey man what do you think of that Captain America shield 
That's pretty freaking sweet. Uh, so let's let's rank this movie. Is it better than Deadpool 2? Yeah. <laughs> you starting that low with it? <laughs> no, no, no. Is it better than Solo? Um, yeah. But like, I love it in the same kind of way that I loved Solo. It's not. Here's the thing. I think I think this movie's gonna last a lot longer than a lot of these movies in in our top bracket. I think it's gonna have a, a better chance at timelessness than. Uh, actually, a lot of these are really good. I was gonna say our top, except for Baby Driver, are like Infinity War. Our top movies are all old. I was looking at one through seventeen. I'm coming back around on Black Panther. I don't know if you heard. I have not, but I'm not either. I was I was down, but now it's rising again. Why? Well, I think it I think it is really important, and that does make it better. Yeah, but it's just like kind of a boring movie. Yeah, but I love what's what's come from it. Which is what? Just like all the culture around it. I mean, it's cool. I don't know where to put this thing, man. Where 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 do you think? Do you like Emmett better than Star Lord? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Do you think it's better than Scott Pilgrim? No. Objectively. So how about Yes, right below, but... right below Scott Pilgrim. I can deal with that. And that's that's a lot less high than I thought you were gonna put it. Well, I thought I was gonna want to put it higher, but then I I saw the list and like I could probably put it as high as below Thor Ragnarok. I, mean, I think. You're going to come but, over time to realize that you might be overrating some of these Marvel movies. Well, I think I would switch Black Panther and Spider-Man and then switch Black Panther and Civil War, if that makes sense. No. You'd put Spider-Man, Iron Man, Civil War, Black Panther? Yeah. Black Panther's better than Civil War. Okay. I'm just saying. I'll take that. I'm not moving Whatever. those. But. We're not switching them now. But yeah, I would put it. I'd put this right below Scott okay. Pilgrim. Whoa. I can live with that. I like okay. this better then, than Back to the Future. Interesting. Sorry. Just saying. You got to be that I'm guy. Huh? Gonna, as long as it keeps sitting there, I'm always going to be that guy. It's just sitting right there being like. I feel bad. There's only one comment on this whole post and it's Bay, And she just says, as long as Ragnarok is top Marvel movie. I'm Ragnarok happy. is top Marvel movie. It's better than Infinity War. <laughs> it is. Not. It just is. Infinity War is so overrated in this list. Infinity War is so adequately rated. It was so incredibly good. <sighs> I just had no desire to watch it again at all. I have every bit of desire to just watch don't it don't get again. it. Why? It was really good. Like what was exceptional about it? though the turn okay it was like a pretty incohesive movie up till that point i really enjoyed it i thought it was well done i, I didn't dislike it but it's it's not second best movie all time we haven't reviewed the best movies of all time second uh, on our list which is a travesty well anyway what is after that ranking is breakfast food else? breakfast food it's croissant yeah it's a croissant i love croissants it's light it's flaky i love shorts they're comfy and easy you to want wear. it to be you can put whatever you want on it croissant. we had a lot of comments from last week about our shorts discussion. People are all about the shorts. We also did the AMA. That was we fun. We did. People listened to it, too. Ask us questions. We'll do another one. That was fun. We'll do one of those a month if you want. I think we got to do our other brunches first. <gasps> we we got to make time to do those brunches. That's true. We do. What you think about? I don't know. Wait on you. Oh, and what am I doing next? Signing off. Oh. Thank you, everybody, for listening to this week's episode of Bacon and Eggs, a movie lover's podcast. Uh, as always, I'm Tyler Carlin. That's Ethan Edgehill. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at AmeriCarlin. It's America, R-L-I-N, or Ethan at WowNow, the O's are zeros. Or you can follow the podcast on Twitter at Bacon and Eggs 23. Uh, our artwork is done by Vaishon Brandon. You can find him at graphite.vmb on Instagram. He is incredibly good, and I recommend if you like looking at art on your Instagram feed at all to follow him because he's always posting something so super duper cool um if you love the show and you want to support us you can do so over at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs but if you don't want to make a long-term commitment that's totally fine if you still want to support the show, we definitely recommend you join the Facebook group. Uh, or if you've wanted to wear bacon and eggs, we are selling merch. The link is in the description. We have hats available right now. They are sweet. I love mine. I literally wear it. I can't wait time. to wear mine. Yeah, it must be nice to not have one. Wait, no, that's backwards. It, it must suck. It does to not suck. Have one. That's what I meant. Yeah, it must suck being yep. you. It's not e easy being me or green. Easy being breezy. Easy breezy. Easy beautiful breezy. Ethan. Um, is that all we say? Are you, are you done with that? I think so. What else do I say? Don't ever go to a Froyo place. You're going to just disappoint <laughs> yourself. <laughs>
fair enough. Well, on that note, I've been Ethan Etchell, he's been Tyler Carlin, and we've been baking and eggs. Thank you for listening, and until next week, Arriva Dirty. All of this is true because it rhymes.